Good evening. It's October 13th, Friday the 13th, 2017, and you're listening to Pod Like a Hole, where three almost lifelong friends go through the entire discography and other things of Trent Reznor, Halo by Halo. I'm here with Eric Anderson. Good evening. Mark Brandstad. Hello again. And I'm Stephen Chambers. So I was thinking that we need a theme song, just a snippet of something, and we were given a gift today. Did you guys hear that uh, Halloween cover by Nine Inch Nails? Oh yeah. Did you listen to it, Mark? I have not listened to it yet. It's like four times, yeah. It's it's, Uh, it's cool. It was like seven and a half minutes long. It's a long one. Yeah. When I first started listening, I'm not to saying it, we got to play the whole song. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started uh, listening to it, it uh, starts with really that droney sound mm-hmm. that was really reminiscent of that Twin Peaks Return kind yeah. of like yeah. throughout that whole series of the Return. Mm-hmm. There's always that just buzz. ambient drone. Yeah. Um, yeah. They really ambient drone. They That's really got. It. They really dumped out the uh, the jazz lounge. Music yeah. and yeah. they just imported in flickering light bulbs and yeah. broken pipes in the distance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that that Halloween uh, cover definitely like, starts in that place. Then it, kind of, then it kind of ends in a. Uh, it ends with like like scratchy drums and and that classic carpenter synth. Yeah, it sounds. It's kind of like that rave scene from the Matrix. Um, I mean, I have to admit, like their soundtrack work between Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor, solid stuff. Yeah. Solid, yeah, no, solid stuff. I'm, I'm knee deep in Vietnam right now. Yeah, no, it's good. But you know, it's interesting because I did download the soundtrack to Vietnam. Yeah. But most of the music that they're using it is from Ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple new tracks that I And it so makes me good. actually appreciate Ghosts. Well, we found a use for Ghosts. That's yeah, good. that's oh, right. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's actually, recently, I've been reading a bunch of Marvel comics that take place in Vietnam. Mainly ones that star Nick Fury or The Punisher. Sure. And their various instrumental works have been my soundtrack. Well, the Nick Fury that's in Marvel comic, is he white or black now? No, well, there's Th- two. There's bo- they're both there. Okay. They're two different men. And then this, this Nick Fury is in a other more adult reality where the horrors of Vietnam can properly be expressed. I see. But anyhow... Max Universe? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are again. Uh, last episode we did Halos 1 through 4, mm-hmm. and now we're just going to do 5 and 6, I believe? That's correct, That's yeah. Okay. And the Broken Years. The Broken Years. Yeah. The, the years where they really they really got going. And this, this is 1992-ish? Yeah. That's right. So what happened in between then and up until the release of this record, really? Right. I mean, not, not much. Trent's just sitting around playing yo-yo, getting really good at yo-yo, <laughs> right? In between. <laughs> and having an all-out war with his yeah, label, TVT. TVT There's a drama to read about that. You sent right. an article, Steve, about the, uh, the, that, where the mental space he was in when he recorded yeah, Broken. Not feeling too good. Right. Yeah, they go into a lot of this in that, uh, that documentary on HBO, The Defiant Ones. The Defiant yes. Ones. They actually talked to, uh, I think, Steve... Is it? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Gottlieb, Steve. Gottlieb, or something like that. Anyways, oh, the one from TVT. The one from yes. TVT. He comes off in that documentary like just a fucking asshole. Just like I owned Trent Reznor and everything that goes along with it, and I I could understand why Trent Reznor wanted nothing to do with that guy. 
Um, so he's in a legal battle trying to get out. Right. So he and his new like group of studio musicians are recording in secret. Yep. In the Manson murder house, right? I, that was yeah. one of the. I mean, not the whole EP was written there or recorded there. Um, I thought I, the Manson murder house was only done downward spiral. Um, that was. I thought that was New Orleans. There was a few. I mean, oh he. Uh, that he, was that funeral home in New Eric's Orleans. Eric's Twin Peaks up podcast all over right. again. We are not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So he recorded uh, parts of Broken in uh, Hollywood in New Orleans at La Pig, which is uh, the the Tate House. That's that, the one I was thinking. Of. That's right. Yeah. Um, which uh, they filmed a, a live recording video of Gave Up, which with Marilyn Manson fantastic. On, on the fake guitar. On the fake guitar. Not later. even doing... Yeah, years later yeah. because they recorded video or they made videos for all of these songs on this EP. Which we should talk about. We'll get to that. Right. Um, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Teenage Nightmares. Oh boy. Okay. But, um, so... So Trent Reznor's unhappy. Yep. The Pretty Hate Machine was a success beyond everybody's wildest dreams, including the guy that runs TVT yep. who told me he wasn't going to do anything. Uh... They are also heads and tails, uh, uh, better quality artists than everyone else in that label. And I don't know if that factors into what's going on at all, but if I was Trent Reznor at that time, I'd be like, this is, look at this other trash that's on these promo discs that I'm on, you know? (laughs) Get me out of here. Well, like, when I tracks, you are not. How many dub (laughs) remixes are there? I mean, well, TVT, like, do you remember those, like, 50 greatest... Uh, TV theme songs. Yeah, I mean those were the kind of <laughs> things that were on TVT. It was uh, TVT stand for TV tunes. So I mean, and they just wanted Trent Reznor to just release just synth pop, you know, ultra mainstream, uh, kind of in the vein of Depeche Mode, but probably a little more angsty. I would have yeah. to say. How did they get wrapped up in all the industrial stuff if they started out as TV tunes? I mean, I suppose yeah. that's an episode oh, yeah. for another day. Well, I think... That will be right, for our Patreon subscribers. Right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe in a spin-off episode we can talk about wax tracks and everything oh, we around are. it. We are. We're already, we're already established that we're going to do that. Well, yeah. that's before... Yeah. We, okay, before we even get there, though, I want to establish that TVT and wax tracks are not to be considered peers. Wax tracks was far superior. Oh, yeah. Sure. I, I think just want TVT that on the record. just a distribution or yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so Terminator's unhappy. Right. So, yeah, this guy yeah. is trying to tell him he can't make any more. He, he can't make any more records, or if you make another record, it's for me. It's basically like, like you, you better do more Pretty Hate Machine. And yeah. yeah. Trent's like, no, I want to do guitars now. And so in comes uh, Jimmy Iovine. Yeah. And I, from, some, yeah. Uh, Interscope. Well, that's, this is the beginning of Interscope Records. Uh, I mean, Interscope Records, his first artist that he signed is Rico Suave. And I think then his second one might be Primus. Uh, yeah. And then uh, he saw Nine Inch Nails perform. Uh, it wasn't at Woodstock because that was in '94. God, in Lollapalooza. Oh, it was at the were, first they Lollapalooza. Were the, the flag, the flagship, uh, or the the first show, right? The first. Uh, the f- the first Lollapalooza tour, and he was like, "I have to sign that guy." And so uh, he did some just back office dealings with that Steve uh, Gottlieb guy. Yeah, he was TNT. having he'd having long ass phone calls every day. Uh, he'd go in his bathroom and just sit there on the phone. Right. Allegedly, according to the documentary. According to the documentary, and, and even he, his ex wife said that. Yeah. So and eventually, he broke him down. Right. And he signed Trent Reznor. And so then he goes to uh, he goes to some hotel room mm-hmm. to meet Trent Reznor. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, all right, I've signed you. 
What do you want? Congrats. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. He's like, I want my own record label. He's like, all right. Bam. And he's also, and Trent Reznor's all, by the way, I have an album for you already that we recorded. And he yep. just gives it to him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was broken. And I, I never knew that from that documentary. I knew that there was some stuff going on between TVT and then the transition. But I thought that that was, but if you know, like TVT still has their label still on, you know, uh, broken. I mean, so like if you look at the back cover, you've got TVT, Interscope, Nothing Records, all imprinted on that. A lot of people record. are still getting paid. They right. Look, the pie is getting sliced in a couple oh, different ways. Yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, and then, of course, Broken um, is half an hour. I mean, I it's pound for pound fantastic. Yeah. We'll yeah, get into it, the track and it, Yes, track it comes out in 1992. So Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails, they're slowly getting more notoriety. And they are kind of surpassing, they're getting close to becoming on the same level as some of the people that the Trent Reznor idolized and maybe surpassing them on the quality yeah. level. Yeah. Like, right here, like right here, let's say, like, let's say we got skinny puppies over here. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails is creeping past them on the right. industrial I'd like power to, rankings. I'd like sure. to interject here too. So Trent did some things in between these times also. Um, in like with his new industrial contemporaries, like he did the super not vocals with a thousand homo DJs, but probably that TBT mess made it have they had to li- li- list that's Alfred right, yeah, that's it. right. And it, it's still a mystery because when you listen to it, it sounds like Trent, but the vocal effects sound like Jorgensen, so it sounds like Trent singing like Jorgensen or vice versa. Well, you know why that was, right. It was because uh, they had to say that it was Al Jorgensen singing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And because like even TV, in the liner notes, CBT stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good cover. Yeah. It's great. super not fantastic. It's oh great. yeah. And then we'll I, get, we'll get oh boy. The, yeah. I know. Yeah. We'll get we'll get into this when we get into the bonus tracks of Broken. But then he did the Pig Face song. Sure. And uh, they did. They yeah. They Adam did. Adam and the Ants. He's on the yeah. Bushmat. He's on. He's on Suck. He's and on then, Suck. And then he's then he does the tape loops on. Um, Bushmaster, I think. Yes. Yeah. And, Who are we talking uh, about? We're talking about Trent Reznor. Big Face off their album. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And right. last yes. week, yes. Um, so Eric and I got this little side gig where me and him and some nerds, we pick a movie and a book and a, uh, a mo- uh, album to listen to, and we make each other listen to it, and then we all discuss. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, Eric's picks last time uh, were really graphic, a graphic novel called Happy. Which was great. And then uh, Pig Face's Gub. Which, which I is... It's kind of it's, it's not for kinda, everybody. You know, I've never listened to one Pig Face album all the way through. This one, at least, it's Steve Albini produces it, and it sounds like one long Jesus Lizard song slowed chunky. down. It's chunky as fuck. Yeah, um, and it's got some great songs, and it's got some. Just Who, who's on the Who's on the oh, record? Ogres on it. Um, Chris Connolly is on it. Chris sure, Connolly. Chris, oh, yeah, Chris Connolly. Yeah, I mean, I adore. Uh, I mean, Bill with, Rifkin is drumming all over that thing. Well, isn't mean? Pigface like who is the mastermind behind it? Martin Atkins and William Reflin. Yeah. yeah, so both of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's like a yeah. jam band. It's kind basically. Of. Sure. It's, and well, I just, was going to say Garage Band. I was going to yeah. say like industrial guys that want to like unplug, still like electric music, but do did Garage Band without synths and stuff. Did Raymond Watts ever? No. Guest? No. No. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. That's a, pig. I know, that's I know, a, that's, but that's, still, I thought I would make it, like, you know. But, uh, yeah. so it has. Because, I mean, they all know each other. So they, for it has the original version of Suck, which I'm sure you've heard. Yeah. I have. It's yeah. real okay. stripped down. Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, the movie for this month was uh, Drop Dead Fred. Oh, that's what I okay, we don't have to bring that up. No, we do. Because it is one of the worst movies I've ever had. I saw that in theaters at the Sunrise Mall. Yeah. I was, it was just me and my yeah. sister yeah. only. Yeah. I, uh, did she like it? 
No. Listen, listen, listen. Phoebe Cates is I don't, unbelievably gorgeous. I don't gorgeous. I the movie. Yeah. Well, I didn't remember if I liked it or not. It was because the comic book was about an imaginary friend, but like a dark take. So it was like thematically, what do I got to pick? Oh, some movie about an imaginary friend. I'm never going to do that again. I had no idea you that was done, based on a comic book. You could have no, done not. Oh, okay. The comic book I picked called Happy. Oh, so you were like just a, trying to do a thematic it's thing. It's like a hitman in this the, little You could have picked Little Monsters. Is it Little Monsters? No, I With Harry Mandel and Fred yeah, Savage? Yeah. I could have picked Harvey. I could have picked all sorts of crap. And I just picked the worst ones. So. Because you like the young ones, which is not funny. <laughs> One of the young I've ones, guys. I've never like, watched the young ones. I do like British comedy, but I've never checked out the young ones. last word on it. So thank you, Stephen, for bringing up our dirty laundry. You think that's the, the last time you're going to hear about that? Um, so anyhow, was there any other any any other covers or any other? Wait till you pick the fucking three hundred. Well, that physical, uh, physical by Adam and the Ants. Oh no, yeah, also, but was yeah, there any wrong. other uh, uh, projects that he projects that he, he guessed it on? Um, that's a good question. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's. I think that was it during this era. He'll have more, but I think that was about it. So, do you guys have a favorite Nine Inch Nails cover song? Like in uh, them covering another artist? That's a really good question. I, I do. I love. Uh, it's. Ugh. I love Gary Newman's uh, metal. Oh, that's a I good love one. his that's version cool. of metal. Yeah. I, I think it's really. good. I do like Supernaut. That might be my favorite. Although I really like their um, their Dead Souls. Really oh yeah. Sense. I mean, I, I I would say that it's a little bit yeah. better than Joy Division's. Right. Just the drums on that. Yeah, that's good. It's a know. tough one. It's hard yeah. to say because of the because of what Joy Division is. You kind of oh, I know. It has to yeah. sound that way. It can't sound better yeah. than that to be Joy. You know what I mean? To be yeah. Joy Division, but yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah, I mean they they were great. Nice Shell's a great cover band. Hurt. <laughs> oh yeah, that old the, Johnny Cash Johnny Cash cover? tune. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what else? What else in nineteen? So we're up to when the album comes out. And sure. So we're in the year nineteen ninety-two. What are yeah? What are the current events happening? Sorry, I don't mean that. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, big politics. Twenty seventh amendment to the U.S. Constitution is passed. Congress cannot give themselves raises while they're in session. Very you know, I recently watched Lincoln, which is all yeah. about them passing the Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. I saw, I've seen I've seen Lincoln. It, Good. Yeah. Do you like it? Okay. <laughs> I, DDL man. That's DDL. Right. He's retired. I know. I think he's got one more in him. Uh, the P.T. Anderson movie that it's about fashion in the fifties or something. I think that's that's it. Um. So, here's the deal. Uh, a shipping container filled with twenty eight thousand rubber ducks was lost in the Pacific Ocean. To this day, they're still um, they're still floating to seashores. So, anyways. Uh, let's see here. Super Bowl champions were the Washington Redskins. Ah, well, I can't even see. That. <laughs> um, oh man! So, World Series was the Toronto Blue Jays, um, and the Bulls, of course, were the NBA champions. Ah, the there. golden years was when we were all Bulls fans. Oh man, that's right. And I know. I, saw, I can't. I, I so, can first... you name three members? Of, so, there was Michael Jordan, Scottie, Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen was Dennis Rodman probably on that? Steve Kerr uh, was on that. Who team? was the white guy? Steve Kerr. That was the white guy? He's one of the white guys. I, I mean, I've been starting to listen to some Bill Simmons podcast. I don't know anything about basketball. <laughs> the whitest one. white guy, Bill Simmons. <laughs> exactly, but he is super into basketball. Yes, he wrote a book on it. I bought it. I had him sign it. <laughs> oh, you actually met Bill Simmons? Yes, it was, a, it was a line for a long time to get that signed. And looking back, I was like, I really sat there to get that signed? Um, um, the Kentucky Derby was won by a horse named Lil E.T. Lil so. E.T. <laughs> and then turned into glue. In the Steve Chambers Recommends a Podcast thing this week, 
Bill Simmons and Mark Maron actually interviewed each other recently in the Bill Simmons podcast, and it's highly entertaining. I think they I have listened to that. Yeah, they have completely different approaches. So. Yeah, I still am not on, quite on board with WTF. I'm. I'll, I'll get there because uh, as Stephen Chambers uh, <laughs> informed us, uh, our good old friend Brian Warner, otherwise known as Marilyn Manson, sure, is on this week's episode. Right. Yes. So uh, we'll talk have about to his, get in talk there. Talk about his time on the Winter Years. <laughs> uh, okay, so sex symbols. Um, it's all female. See, that's just that's just sexist. But, I know. Rebecca De Mornay, Julie Louise Dreyfus. Julie, the first season of Elaine? Seinfeld. Was, <laughs> yeah. What's funny about that is Elaine got um, she got hotter as she yeah, got older. Yeah, yeah, I so, agree. Veep is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, Katie Siegel. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah. There you go. So last last what time, did you guys we, watch uh, Sons of Anarchy at all? Like I when she was I can't on there, watch it. it's not that bad. No, it's not that good. <laughs> well, there's I, that. I enjoyed the yeah. first couple seasons. What's disturbing is that like, my Sons of Anarchy in Ireland. I know. I was just like, okay, what's, hap- what's happening? I know. My mom, my mom was her character for Halloween once. And I was like, and that is not a surprise. Um, <laughs> so last last episode, Christina Applegate was one of the symbols. Now her mom was. Yeah, I mean, we're talking yeah. from 1989 yeah. to 92. Yeah. I mean, and th- we're still in the married with children days, yeah. you know. So, so yeah. some quotes from 1992. Well, they always kind of, they kind of like tried to make her. I never understood in married with children why Al had a problem having sex with his wife. Yeah, <laughs> she was very deal? attractive. Right. <laughs> hey, men going their own way. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when we when we when you edit in... this, can you put a toilet flush? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The just, you know putting shoes on the women's feet all day. Just just he lost a taste for it. Hey, <laughs> you know. It happens. All right. Um, quotes from 1992. Uh, There's no crying in baseball. Oh, uh, yes. You can't own. handle the truth. Uh, this is when the U.S. Department of Transportation coined the phrase, friends don't let friends drive drunk. Wow. Huh? Um, and, of course, the hilarious, can we all just get along? Uh, <laughs> yeah, was this the year of the, the riots? canard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this was the year of the riots? Uh, well, at least the... Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... Shit, yeah. I know. I'm. Uh, yeah, I could just imagine like a Bart Simpson shirt or something <laughs> like that. With uh, with that being said, being sold at a Denio's or something like that. I got a terrible story about the whole Rodney King thing. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> well, I was a young, stupid kid. Sure. And I was forced to go on a, a church retreat to Great America. And we didn't, great so and we didn't yeah. go to church. We went to church just enough to where I occasionally had to go to youth group, but we didn't go enough to where I ever say, like, ah, I had to go to church all the time. And it was like, I, I, I periodically had to go to Catholic-related stuff as a young, young kid. Sure. And then my mom decided to be a Methodist, and that's when the youth group stuff started. Never enough to become oppressive, but enough to annoy me. Anyhow, we go to Great America. Mm-hmm. And me and some of the kids are in a long line, and we start wrestling. And for some reason, I thought it was really funny. Oh boy! Here we go. <laughs> to start shouting, Rodney King, uh-huh. Rodney King, and we all realized that that's not that funny. But yeah. I was like eleven, uh-huh. just being right. dumb. Uh-huh. Right? But we also were surrounded by we weren't in Newcastle anymore. Sure, yeah. Sure. You're in a more diverse, yeah, environment. And, uh, yeah. You were probably the closest thing to a minority. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, we got some terrible glances and we stopped goofing off and was, we just stood there. But. Was your mom or uh, any chaperone? Was no, like, we actually, as, as, as young children, we realized we were being terrible. 
Oh man! But I thought it was really funny before I said it. That was a so I was eleven. <clears throat> sure. Um, Met, Time Magazine's Man of the Year was Bill Clinton. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, let's see here. What do I got? What do I got? He was a hell of a guy. Still is. This was the year that <laughs> Sinead O'Connor classically ripped up the picture of the Pope while she was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And got in a little bit of trouble for that. Yeah. Um, and that's so tame in today's standards. Know, you know, my God. <laughs> Oh, finally, the Catholic Church pardoned Galileo. <laughs> finally. Oh, <laughs> man. Off the hook. I ended my fast that year. <laughs> President George H.W. Bush vomited on Japanese Prime Minister. Oh, yeah. Again, that, seem, that seems, that seems absolutely yeah. run-of-the-mill for whatever's going on there now. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be, there's gonna be like bukkake videos with the president <laughs> in other countries soon enough. Do you think that P-tape will ever finally come out? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, a team of game developers used a white puffball as a placeholder graphic while they designed their game's protagonist. They grew fond of the puffball, and thus Kirby huh. was created. There you go. Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, episode 5, or season 5. Season uh, 5. Episode okay. 117, The Outcast. Uh, this was the one for the uh, equal rights for LGBT people. Outcast. This is the uh, Born As We Are. Remember that episode with where, where uh, Riker... Is with the uh, it's like the uh, genderless uh, yes. kind of, yeah 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 Riker gets down with the yeah a hermaphrodite kind of thing right I vaguely remember yeah. that it's yeah a good oh man there's some solid episodes yeah. in Next Generation uh, solid G- Nightbird GNR <laughs> performed their song November Rain in Bogota Colombia um, and then as they started playing a soft rain fell over the city and stopped right after they finished the song oh, oh man why <laughs> <laughs> hey man it is a uh, Everyone remembers It's open sourced. <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat was the first game to get a mature rating. Um, Only on Sega Genesis, probably. Because yeah. Nintendo, like, instead of blood fl- flying out, it was sweat. Flop sweat. Flop sweat, yeah. And they had, uh, not fatalities, but what was the other thing? Like, friendship. I think friendship was in part two. Oh, okay. To kind of make fun I, of They still had fatalities, happening. but they were tame. Yeah. They were tamalities. Nirvana was told that they could not play Rape Me at the 92 MTV Music Awards. That's right. Um, but they did pl- start to play it and then transitioned into Lithium. Um, I think that's the show where... Uh, Lithium's a bitter song. Where the bass player is. threw his bass into his own head. Um, yeah. McDonald Chris. Chris Novoselic. He has a name, Eric. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Christ. 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 Um, Super that- libertarian. <laughs> The, uh, There's a lot to say about corporations. <laughs> uh, the McDonald's introduced the McJordan. So, um, is that a sandwich? Was that a shoe? It's what? all of Michael Jordan's favorite toppings, which is barbecue sauce and, and poker chips. And a cheeseburger. <laughs> 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 all right. And uh, so let's see here. Some um, movies that came out this year: Basic Instinct, Batman Returns. Mm, Batman Returns, yes. fantastic. Some would say superior to Batman. Somewhat. It's a lot funnier. Uh, it's funnier. The stories. Christopher Walken. Got, the stories got more. I think. I think for a lot of kids our age, even though we already saw Christopher yeah. Walken, introduced us to Christopher Walken. Yeah. Did you know that Mark and I used to have a routine when we were teenagers where we'd go around a corner and then peer <laughs> around communion. the corner and act like we were the aliens from Communion. <laughs> oh. Really funny. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> One time I did that in the morning on Steven. And oh my god, he like scurried up the couch like a cat. I jumped up and howled. (laughs) It was like a continuous howl. Went on for like five seconds. It built. It built. (laughs) Um, 
the top ten movies. Aladdin, Home Alone 2, Batman Returns. Sure. Lethal Weapon 3, I believe they were on our last one. They they were, Lethal Weapon, Weapon 2 was on our last yeah. one, yeah. A Few Good Men, Sister Act, The Bodyguard, Wayne's World, Basic Instinct, and A League of Their Own. All great movies. Wayne's World's a fantastic film. Uh, bodyguard, I'm not... Uh, yeah, I could do with no, that Bodyguard. I just watched it recently. It's atrocious. You actually so, sat down and watched Bodyguard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Heather had never seen it, and I was like, oh, get ready. This is so funny. And it's not even one of those. It's, it's like, terrible. So bad. Yeah, it's no. It's just boring. I, I, I want to, yeah, go back and edit what I just said. Not all of them were great, but most of them were great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, top 10 TV shows were 60 Minutes, Roseanne, uh, Home Improvement, Murphy Brown, Murder, She Wrote. Uh, I just... Uh, half watched Heather watch that entire show over the last year. You know, my wife really likes Murder She Wrote. Too. A guy named Steven that a Earl pops up twice, I think. No. <laughs> really? Yeah, every time it is pops it the, up, is it the country picture. No, it's just it's a different character every they time. They keep using the same name <laughs> over and over. <laughs> well, it just sounds shady. <laughs> yeah. they, and they use they use uh, they use Ben Horn seven times in different characters. Every the actor? Time. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, wonderful. Yeah. He fits right in yeah, on the damn show. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Coach, uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, CBS Movie Night. These are not shows. Cheers and Full House. Okay, there you go. Yep. Roseanne and Cheers are the two A-listers in that one. Yeah, Cheers. What do you like better, Cheers or Frasier? Cheers. By, um, like, a, like a country mile. But I yeah. like. But the thing is, that's how much I like Cheers, because I actually really enjoy Frasier. Oh, watched, man. Cheers. Frasier. I never really watched Frasier, but people just tell me that. It's a oh, no, no. Cheers, Cheers is a perfect, it's a perfect TV show. Yeah, it's a perfect sitcom. It's it's, a, it's perfect. It's an ensemble. It's it's perfect. I, I I actually think it can't get any better than it was. Yeah. They ended at the right time. Yeah, the second half of it when it became a different show had a different dynamic. Right. Are you talking had, when uh, when they swap out Diane for Rebecca from Rebecca? They yeah. actually they finally they find their footing really quickly and it becomes a great show. Every time Coach talked, like on the early seasons, fantastic. Yeah, Fan Frazier Frazier is just more like comfort TV. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It's not it's not nearly as uh, revolutionary. <laughs> the but only I thing I, I, you know, I toss think I, salad and scramble. I think I just think Kelsey Grammer goes a long way in my book. He amuses me. It's just this stupid. Your politics are not the same. <laughs> no, they're not. Neither is our drug use. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, big song. See, this is great because I this year, yeah, this year, um. I was engulfed in, in pop culture way more than the last episode we did because, like, I, I just feel like I remember all these things happening. Well, I remember, yeah. like, you know, I made the bad Rodney King joke as a kid, but the reason I did know what was going on is because I, that's when I started paying attention to the news. Yeah, yeah. You know what I have to say? During this time, I don't know about you guys, but in Living Color was a huge show at that time. Yeah. And so, like, they said that's, that's where you everything. learned all your, your news from? Kinda, yeah, yeah, because they were always just tapping into the zeitgeist. And of course, yeah. I watched a lot of Saturday Night Live because yeah. that was the Mike Myers years and Chris yeah, Farley. And Living Color did a lot of stuff with the riots and, like, mm -hmm. yeah, and they did a good job with it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Michael Jackson's Black or White. I remember when that video premiered. And it was like it, revolutionary. I feel like it was, like, premiered. Like on all, I want to yeah, say it was across multiple networks, possibly. You said morphine. Mor more, more morphine. Morphine. Yeah, I mean, morphine also. <laughs> Rest in peace. But, uh, but, uh, but remember, it's like Macaulay Culkin and his dad's George Went. And that's like, right. Turn that down. That's right. Turn that down. It's I've been yeah. on the record too. And then they launched George Went in his Lazy Boy into Africa, where he morphs into a tribesman or something. What? <laughs> Isn't that someone? The same that's episode? right. That's the, yeah, that's that's the, the same, same video. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is playing guitar on that album, on that song? Is it Eddie Slash? Van Halen? It's Slash, I think. Eddie Van Halen was on Thriller. Or no, that was Stevie Ray Vaughan. 
No, Eddie, no. Steve Mark, Vaughn was on. Less Dance. That's Less Dance you're thinking of. Man. Yeah. Like, are they black or are they white? <laughs> um, Eddie Van Halen was on Beat It. That's right. Yeah. I think Slash was on Black or White, but I could be wrong. I think I'm wrong. This was, this was before Slash started playing on everybody's records. Yeah. No, but that had to be. I think that was like some known guitar player. Steve Vai. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the In Living Color um, music video for Black or White? They did. Uh, vaguely. Yeah. Uh, well, it ends with with whoever's playing Michael Jackson just smashing the shit out of the street. Joe and Satriani. <laughs> Probably. G three. Let's just say one of the G three. <laughs> the In Living Color satire of that song has Michael Jackson smashing up the street like he does. Yeah, like screaming and. That's right. It was laughs. controversial. That's yeah. right. But yeah. The in Living Color, while he's doing that, and then a cop comes up and he goes, he goes, he goes "Can you tell him I'm black or white?" And the cop arrests him. Go, I must be black. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Holds today. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Color Me Bad came out. I remember I had a girlfriend this year. No, you didn't. I did. How old were we in 92? Uh, 92 would have been fifth grade. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had a girlfriend. Holding hands. This would have, this would have been the, the, the Tasha Johnson years for me. Oh, yeah. Those are the rough years, huh? Back and forth. The one that could have got away. <laughs> <laughs> it was all Sam and Diane thing. I remember I, I, one time I called Hardly. her and she had to go talk to her parents so she put me on music hold, which she put her phone up to her stereo and played I Want to Sex You Up. Oh, to you? Yeah, and that's how I he was, got his first one. He got a lot of mileage out of that. No, I was sure. scared. I was terrified. I was terrified. I didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> Anyways, we never even kissed. I'll be honest with you guys. <laughs> All right. Um, right said Fred, I'm Too Sexy. Um, yeah, great songs, great songs. Chris Cock crosses Jump. Terrible time for rap. Oh, my God. Terrible time. Yeah. And then the, the, then the uh, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, was probably the number one song. Sure. And that's 1992. So that painted a nice little picture of what was going on. Yeah. So Eric was having his first girlfriend. What grade was I in? 92. What grade were we in? 92 was 11, so... Born in 81. I, I can't yeah, do yeah. math. So that, that, was, that was... For me, that would have been... 5th or 6th grade. I guess that would have been 6th grade. It would have been both 5th and 6th grade. Probably. Yeah. It would have been the end Sixth, of 5th yeah. and the beginning of 6th. I think I had a crush on a We're girl all 99, named right? Amy Neal. I think that's what was going on with for me in 5th oh, grade. boy. hope she doesn't listen. My teacher that year is named yeah. Mr. Burns. And <laughs> did he look like Mr. Burns? He did. Oh, man. And then one time, I'm a fast reader. I read some book, and uh, I finished it and just sat there, and he's all, well, you think you're done, Chambers? Well, yeah, I finished it. I finished the chapter. Yeah. Well, yeah? Tell me about the elephants. And I was like, quoted no, it verbatim. No, there, there were no elephants. Like low hunting. There were no elephants in there. What book was it? Do you remember? No, I have no idea at this time. Okay. There were no elephants, and he purposely was telling me a question that I couldn't answer, so he could throw me out of the room. Or no. And that was my real taste of like authoritarian assholes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's go ahead and take a little break. Before we've painted the picture. 1992. We know where Trent is. We know where the world is. We know where we and, are, kind of. Yep. And and I'm and, in Newcastle. You're in Loomis. And where are you? Uh, 1992. Are you in Arizona? I'm in my last year in Orangevale, Sacramento. Okay. Before I moved to Arizona. Not that any of us are going to listen to this album in '92. No. It comes into our life later. Right. Right. It, it does. But it's it was the we first are. one I heard. All right, guys. Let's take a little break.
So Broken. Broken comes out. And uh, we all got broken, like we discussed before, in high school sometime. Yeah. Middle school for me. Okay. I had it on tape cassette good, first, good, yeah. Good for you, cool guy. Um, <laughs> I, I got it about two years after it came out. That, that's all. That's who among us had the version with the little mini disc? I did, but like, only I, years later I found it like used. Yeah, I, I, I think somebody. I obsessed over. What it. was on that mini disc there, Stephen? I believe it was just the two hidden tracks. That's yeah, right. because he didn't want he didn't want those on the album because they don't fit thematically. Mm-hmm. So that's why they were a separate thing. And then later, like the super secret tracks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what tracks numbers were they on the? Just 98, the 99? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, One second of silence per, oh, per each. In this day and yeah. age, like the secret song is. Is not a thing, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, like, I fucking hate secret songs, to be honest with you. Like, especially, like, because you have... Oh, uh, Tool did that on Undertow, yeah. because uh, Disgustipated was track 69. Corn were the that. masters of it. What did they do? Well, they did some shit. I don't think... Well, on don't, the first don't record? Put, don't, don't put me on the spot to the remember man. Corn hidden tracks. The secret song on Nirvana Nevermind is a really cool song. What song is it? Um, off the top of my head, I, I don't know. It's a noisy fucking jam song. Really? Yeah, um, and it's 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 a cool, really cool song. But it's yeah, it's the same thing. It's like what track? Fifteen minutes after the last song. God damn. So man. like at the time you don't care, but when you now digital age, it makes every last song on right. an album fucking right. twenty minutes long. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially if you're burning, um, and then. Importing into your iTunes library or well, any other MP3 library. Nine Inch Nails had it right because it didn't go after the last song. Remember, there was there was ninety seven songs of one second silence. That's right. And so each track was a second, and then the so you can just, just yeah yeah skip skip yeah. So visual age that he he was ahead of his time. He knew he, yeah. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, he yeah. knew what he was doing. Yeah. So this album itself, the first time I think I heard it. Yeah, that was going to be the same time around when I got Downward Spiral. And I, I think I mentioned I got fixed first somehow. It was really How did that happen? How did you end up landing on fixed before broken? Well, fixed because I didn't almost know. sounds like the actual <laughs> album. And broken, or, broken almost sounds like a remix album. Because I didn't know any better. Just go by titles. The inter- I see, I The see. internet didn't really exist. I didn't have any other friends that were telling me about it. Sure. I guess I would have found a magazine that would have told me I didn't. I found it used first. You yeah. know. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So imagine how happy I was when I learned that whatever that nonsense on Fixed was were actually really good songs. Right. Okay, album. save it. Okay. So, <laughs> Broken. We'll get, we'll get to Fixed after our Broken, broken which analysis. Is, which is if if the, the ratio of signal to noise is almost like a 98%. Just quality music. Yeah. For what they were doing. Yeah. I, I, I had the, the generation, the, the leap of quality from that first album on songwriting... On craft, even the lyrics are still ridiculous, but I don't know, man. Way more tolerable. Way more tolerable. I like. I mean, I understand he loves the word "fuck" a lot on this record or this EP. Yeah. But the way that he uses it, like on "Wish," I know that we're we'll get there. I mean, "Pinion" is an instrumental track, and you know, I was actually looking on the uh, Wikipedia today, and I never knew this, but apparently there's an uncredited sample on 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 "Pinion." For our good friend and, uh, you know, uh, David Bowie's It's No Game apparently is sampled on Pinion. I need oh, to go cool. back and actually re-listen huh. to that and try to find that. I bet Lennox can find it. In yeah, <laughs> get your son on that. Yeah, That's a great song, yeah. It's No Game. Yeah, it's so oh, cool. god it's damn. Great. I mean, we could yeah. do a whole... That's a perfect album. It's Scary Monsters? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. How, how, they, how the opening <laughs> and the closing track 
are both the same song but different, but incredible. It's oh, amazing. What, oh, are we talking about Scary, scary Monsters? Oh, scary Monsters. Oh, fantastic. Let's, let's it takes you through a journey. Yeah. The opening track on this is Pin is Pinion, mm-hmm. which is uh, we we'll get through this one fast, but it's it's just instrumental noise, but it's short and it builds and it just gets you. It just like sets the stage. Right. It's unsettling and then it just unleashes wit. But it also, it's the first time that Nine Chanel's really does kind of unsettling atmospherics. Right. And they're like, like that kind yeah. of creepy sounds yeah. are all that's right. They're in the yeah. downward spiral in a few spots. Yeah, right. I mean, but in this one, I, this is the first, it's a, it's the, the debut album is a bunch of songs. Yeah. This is a soundscape. Right. Yes. And, like, and they, yeah, it's out the window, like the rule, like our old, this is what it is. We're going to set, we'll do an instrumental song here sometimes and we'll do a, and just the way, it, the way it builds. Yeah. Then it builds. Brr. And then it builds, and, it's, and then it builds, and then there's the pause in between that last now, 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 now. There's a pause, and then Wish gets going, yeah. and you're like, what? Yeah, when what's was, going on here? I was here? listening to this, and like, opinion started, and like, I was like, it's opinion. <clears throat> My brain knew when Wish was coming, even if like I wasn't fully engulfed in right. The, like it's just like that. And, that transition is just ingrained. I think I, I have a pretty good feel almost for this entire album of exactly how long everything is. Yeah. Yeah. When I listen to it, I know where all the transitions are. You know are. exactly when Wish is going to just like all of a sudden you hear that drum loop. Yeah. You and know. Wish, and let's move on to Wish. Wish was the first song I heard by Nine Inch Nails. And like I said, my friend Greg Walgas showed me in, in, in Tucson. And uh, I, lost, I lost my shit. Like it was like the it's coolest thing. It's really good. And I, at the time, I it's was really, really into Primus and I was really into Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, me too. Or me not too. Nine Inch Nails, Nirvana. What am I talking about? Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I was sorry. actually Primus yeah. and Nine Inch Nails. Nine, that's, Nine Inch that Nails, was I was not thing. into yeah. yet. Mark and I could easily have a Primus cast yeah. easily. for the first oh, yeah. 15, yeah. 15 years of their but career. But the problem with Primus, <laughs> let me just interject that, the the quality has... No, it's, there, it's a why, curve. Uh, with why, with yeah, Nine Inch Nails, it's, it's a trajectory. Probably would have been better off if they'd never regrouped that Primus. Yeah. No, I There's a place in the time for Primus. Right, um, right. But yeah, I was Primus and Nirvana. That's what I meant to say. Sure. Like those were my big two. Yeah. And then, um, then my friend showed me. I never really wish. knew that you were a big Primus guy when you were younger. We, we yeah. talk about Primus occasionally. Oh yeah, yeah, a, yeah. I mean, I've seen them three times. Yeah, I mean, but that was but the third time being when we all went and saw Season Two. Yeah, blocked it. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I was a big, I was a big Primus guy. But but then then my friend showed me uh, Wish, and I was just like, it's. It's it's as fast as a punk song, but it's not. It's fuller. It's it, and it, there's layers to it, and and uh, and electronics mixed with rock, and it's just rock and so good. And then the lyrics were edgy, fist fuck, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's just distorted enough to be distorted, but not enough to where it's unlistenable. The right. guitar, like the, the guitar, the, guitar yeah. the blast thing. Yeah, and in my head when I was a kid, that was always guitar. But when I was listening the other day, I'm like, that could easily have just been a wall of sound synth. Right. But it's a guitar. I mean, we've seen a lot. Yeah. So at this point, our our auditory memory is mixing with. And I like I like how they went from a band that was like kind of a studio like. uh, Yeah, the first album's a lot of studio bleeps and bloops. Sure. These songs, there is a lot of studio crap going on, but they translate like live. Like these songs are made to be played live. Right. Like this is a this is a heavy ass guitar centric album. Yeah. Absolutely. And. uh, you know, I, I, out of the three of us, we, we all like our heavy music. Yeah, but yeah. I, I yeah. think I'm the I'm the most metal inclined of the three yes. of us. Yes, yeah. But when I listen to this album, 
I will stack it up against any of my favorite loudest yeah. metal albums. I mean, this is loud for nineteen. And it's it's this is loud. I mean, this this is album loud is hard as hell. Well, it's it's it's, it's hard. So well, ninety two. What was loud in ninety two? Like Metallica was actually still doing thrash, right? And, and no, 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 no. The Black Album just came out. Okay, so I mean, no. kind of. So they, so they, they were, so they were almost they were going, going into their pop. They were yeah. going into pop. But, but the thing is, yeah, not to cut. Guns N' Roses was huge, so it was like glam. It was like the glam rock kind of thing. Not glam what, rock. What am I talking about? Uh, but this the hair, wasn't. The hair this rock. wasn't that popular. This wasn't. No, that's true. This wasn't. It really, did win a Grammy. I will say that. Oh, this did it, yeah, w- yeah. wish did win a Grammy. Um, but it's weird. I will say that like <laughs> the guitar tone on this whole album is so fucking chunky. Yeah, it's huge. It's it's. Uh, I mean, you know that they probably ran it through quite. I, I'm not the musician. But they just ran it through so many like processes and order compressors. To, yeah, to give it that deep sound. <laughs> uh, whatever Trent Reznor who produced this record and Flood, uh, I think those are the only two producers on this one. Um, oh man, when they when they hit the chorus and it and it slows down to halftime. Yeah. And like, like that kind of like I love a fast verse and then a halftime chorus. Like I like if I make yeah. music, I do that for half my songs. Like that's. It, it's fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's really good. The, uh, yeah, the language on this song is, is great. A lot of F-bombs. And, a lot of F-bombs, And tonight, yeah. uh, I was hanging out with Towns, and we were watching the Live Nightingales uh, tour. Yeah. And he even adds more. He, he adds live, more live on the song. <laughs> when he's live, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah. If there's an adjective, he'll just call it, he'll just turn it to fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> live. Yeah. But yeah, seeing this live... Is amazing. Yeah, every it gets time. everybody every going. They do it every time. They do it every time. It's like Melvin's And that part, that the, the the part that always really gets me, is where it goes through a few times and it gets to, uh, it kind it kind of slows down and go and it starts to like descend and it sounds like they double up the drum, the uh, mm-hmm. they, the, the drum. The, there's like yeah. two loops of two drums at this part. Yeah, and then yeah. it builds right back into the and then yeah. goes ah. And then the guitars come. Yeah. Out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of towards the end. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. This song, it just hits you. Um, now, like with a thousand punches. Let's go. The video for this song. The video for this song is another. Yeah. It's basically this. Well, should we talk about the video while we're doing this? The broken video. The, the let's let's should we establish that, or is that going to be its own segment? <laughs> we might have wanted to discuss that off the air, Eric. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, okay. The video for this song. We'll get to what you're talking. Okay. The video for this song is kind of the sequel to the um, I like a whole video, oh, or it's another. I was video. thinking that exact same thing. <laughs> it's another. Uh, uh, I think there's some. If there's not some Trent Reznor being suspended stuff going on, he still gets right. like captured by people and pulled towards them or some. That's right. Some such. That's right. There is some kind of suspension going on. Yeah. yeah. Also, cables it's, and wires. And it's also playing in like a steel cage. Yes, and, it's also a yeah. sequel to the Scorpions' "Rock Me Like a Hurricane" video. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> they're uh, they're they're part of a trilogy. It sounds uh, like a Thunderdome, and the audience is ready to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool yeah. yep. video. Did Beavis and Butthead watch this video? Probably. No, I don't know. Well, I, I don't. That's a good question. Like a I kind of want to say that they did. Yeah, it they probably like, changed it midway. Well, it seems, it almost seems like something where they'd be like, "Oh, these guys are dorks," and like, "Whoa, this is great." All right, I'm sorry. I think we do have to talk about the broken video. I'm thinking about future songs, and I think we just need to just just. Just merge it. Okay, so, so the so broken, the broken, the broken. Go pool. ahead and give us some backstory, context. I think Eric's actually better. Did yeah. either of you guys yeah. revisit yeah. it? I did, I did not. Watch I meant it. to. I so did not watch I've it. seen it enough times. So, so here's what happened. Like, I had already always heard about this, 
It was a project that he made but could never put out because people thought it was a snuff film. Um, I paid... Not the Down In It video. This is, uh, this is no, real. Yes. Yeah. I paid $35 for this online on some weird message board when I was... 14 years old. Did you get it on VHS? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and it was that guy pack. from my incident at grade school probably sent it to you. Could have led to something yeah, more. Yeah, with a, with a dick pic. Um, <laughs> but uh, and it, but it, was a, it was a package that had broken video on one VHS and then all their other videos up through Downward Spiral on another and before. But broken video was meant to look like a snuff film. Absolutely. It's, it's framed yeah. with... Somebody filming like a VHS camcorder out of his car as he drives around like a suburban neighborhood and finds it. Well, yeah, finds a kid playing basketball and the guy comes over, the kid comes over to his car, pulls him in, and then you get videos. Um, and then you see little stuff in between the videos. You see, uh, you see the wish video. Right. Because I, I think that he's like playing them on a TV screen while he's like torturing yeah, them. Yeah, that's or something what it's like supposed that. to yeah. imply that like the kid's tied up in his garage. And then when we talk about game up, we can finish this conversation. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. So he's showing the videos. So wish so was the, wish was a totally all the video, video. all yeah. the videos on all the videos were released except for the original version of game up. Correct. Yeah. Then they redid the video as a performance video at the La Pig at the Tate House when they brought in Richard Patrick, Chris Renna. Uh, when they were, I think it was during the recording of Downward, Downward Spiral, yeah, they were like, let's go ahead and do this. They weren't yeah. hanging out with Marilyn Manson yet. Right, yeah. right. All right, so, I Wish is a great song. It's an all-timer. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely in the, the Pantheon. Oh, absolutely. And I'm still trying yeah. to think of a punny version of the word Pantheon so we can start adding songs to that. <laughs> um, it says that it stops, it builds, it builds, it builds, it stops, and then the, uh, the goddamn guitars kick in for Last. Oh, my oh yeah. God. <laughs> you know, fucking love Last. Last is a great song, but I, I don't know what it is about that song that they just... They, I don't think Nine Inch Nails or Trent Reznor has ever done that live. So here's well, the, probably, it might have been done live back in the days when they didn't have a big discography. They did not they tour for this EP. They did That's not true. tour. And I've, ne- I've, I've never seen them play this live. And they had to... This is the only song that doesn't have a video. On exactly. A video. Exactly. Weird about it doesn't make song. any sense. It's because so it is a, a great, great song. song. There's nothing special about it. Like, they didn't play War in This Together now for a long time because it's a pain in the ass to play live. I sure. still don't think they have. They have, have they? They have. How the hell did they do they that? They have. They've they played it on tours we've seen. I never saw that play And live. I'll send you a link later of a couple of YouTube versions of it live. They played it live. They play a lot. Wow. Who was drumming for him at the time? It was that guy... That was from Lost no, Prophets? Was... The guy with the really sideshow bob kind of hair? He, he's still in the band. Yeah. Um, Ellen uh, Rubin, I think his name I th- is. I yeah. think that Jerome guy finally got his act together and was able to play it. Jerome Dillon? Really? Because I know that he was on the record. Yeah, he was on the, the fragile. fragile. But like, they just decided the drumming timing was just... It's so weird. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass to play they, live. Yeah. just can't do it. Um, but anyways, I love. Last. I don't understand why I don't play last live. There's nothing to like. It's a pretty. It's it's, it's a straightforward. It's, it's a really it's built for a live. Yeah, it's it's really, it really is. It's, it's that riff, riffy. That so riff is so heavy There are times where I say it's my favorite Nine song. Wow, there, there it's a times. bold statement. I mean, there I will say there it's is. Not, it's not my one favorite of my, is Ruiner, but there are times when it's a good song. It is my favorite. One of my favorite songs from Nine Inch Nails is actually on this record, but it's not this one. We'll get there. Yeah, but the, on this song, there's times where it's my favorite though. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it's, it's no, it's huge. really good, and I do think it is kind of like a deep cut that people. The really delivery just of the lyrics is over. so awesomely pissed off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. It has it has a lyric that I really like, which is the uh, look in these blackened eyes, you'll see ten thousand lies. Yeah. I don't know why I like so that line so much, it's but it's just great. It's right. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's ridiculous, but in a different way than it's cool well I mean like the chorus and like the whole thing this isn't meant to last this yeah. is for right now yeah, I like, fucking love that also yeah. no remixes on fixed of this song exactly so, like, it's like the it's like the, the, the bastard trash child baby. yeah it's trash baby. it it's also the does child. for the first time that Nightingale's does often or occasionally is that this is the first Nightingale song I can remember chronologically where it's like doing this industrial fucking rad thing and then they sneak in like a really good guitar, like slick guitar part, mm-hmm. guitar lick. Yeah. The yeah. sneaks in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And then it gets right back into this the rock and stuff. Juicy riff. It's <laughs> fucking juicy. I know, like, it's so um, good. I I don't know I if Richard this. Patrick had anything to do on this record, or I th- I don't know if that was all Trent Reznor doing the guitar work on this record because I know on the next one. Downward Spiral, he brought in Adrian Ballou yeah. to do a lot of that. Um, I mean, even even there's the part where it gets, <clears throat> there's the obligatory, it gets quiet, yeah. and then it starts to sound like things are plinking. And when it gets quiet, you start hearing the synths come back in because like synths are like there, but you don't hear them. Yeah, and, and it, it sounds yeah, it sounds song. like something's yeah. getting sucked out yeah. of the room where it starts. And then it's I know it's all something the way that that does. He starts so screaming. <laughs> oh, so yeah, good. yeah. I'm telling you, it's one of my favorite songs. This is so a good. highlight of the record. Yeah. It's, no, it's it is it, a it unsung just, hero. It, it's a gets me pumped up. <laughs> yeah, someone needs to have a good long talk with Trent about why why he doesn't like this. Song. All right, yeah, one of us needs to. That's why we need to get him on this podcast. Yeah, yeah I mean, eventually we'll get him there. We've got, yeah. sir. We've got you on just the line. Away. We're breaking him down for one <laughs> thing. Why won't you play this song? <laughs> I why has it never been played? Yeah, exactly. So um, the last is a it's an all timer. It's an all timer. I mean, so, like honestly, you know, on the last episode, uh, I I posed the challenge: Does Nine Inch Nails have a flawless record? I mean, this honestly, flawless. this yeah. is one of those that but it's comes kind of super ha- close. It has a, it's an it has a handicap because it's an EP. It, right, 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 right. So there's, there's no room for fun. Right. Well, well, yeah, that but, being well, said, but that being said, they still cram in two short instrumentals. So there could those could have been throwaway songs. But right. instead it was like a, yeah, it, no, I, it's it's. it's but they're good bridges because the next yeah. song, as you were saying, yeah. is an instrumental yeah. song. Help me the out. Lead, again, the leading quality from Pretty Hate Machine to Broken can just be observed by how much more excited we are to talk right now yeah, than we were yeah. the entire last episode of two songs in. I know, the last episode, like, once we got after a certain point, we are like, just, like, it's groaning. Like, it's, like, it's like lyric joke, lyric joke, lyric joke, cool little music thing, lyric joke, lyric joke. Yeah, right. That was, yeah. I mean, this is, I mean... Well, the lyrics, the lyrics here are still a lot of just being pissed off and having things taken away from you. Yeah, it, yeah. You know? <laughs> but I think he does it with a little more finesse. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that he's so not, ham-handed. Yeah, well, he's not as he's not as much singing about. It's not as self-centered. It's not about. It's not a. He will but, always have the problem with not using the word "I" a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's more about you know I think, raging against the machine as opposed to being pissed off that a girl left you. And I would right. say I would say the argument about him using the "I" too much. I think that's what Year Zero was meant to completely not be about him. That entire album is not about him. Right. So anyways, we'll revisit that when we get there. Sure. Anyways. 
Um, so yeah, the next one is Help Me, I'm in Hell. And, you know, just like with Pinion, this is a, uh, it's a kind of a break. It's kind of a... It is a breather. I think they realize it's a breather. Jesus Christ, we've been kicking people in the teeth. There's a lot of angst going on on the the last two songs. It's just a nice little guitar-only bridge. Um, the music video on the broken video is a blank television screen that apparently you can see Trent's face show up in. Really? If you look at it. Because they yeah. must have redid that for the closure. One. But the closure is the old man eating the meat, right? With and all the flies. With all the flies. Exactly. Which is a cool, like a very cool visual. Right. But the original broken video one is just... We didn't talk about what was going on in the opinion video, by the well, way. What was that one? It was a basically just a uh, like a toilet flushing, and that's then right. it goes that's down right. through, through all these pipes, yeah. and then you have a guy that's in like some gimp suit that's attached that's to a wall right. that's just having to suck all that shit in. That's right. That's right. Was that in the broken video, or was that in the closure? And in fact, uh, actually, just to go back to pinning a little bit on that video, um, that was in the broken video, I think. That's right. That's um, right. That was also the start what of a fucking crazy opening. The, the start of Alternative Nation. I think, remember that show on MTV? I, don't yeah. think, it was, I think they aped it. I don't know if it was the same thing. You don't think that they just ripped the that right? the flushing toilet? I, mean, I, I think so. I do think it was, if it, they may have, they may have the, if, had the rights to that video. Am I thinking Alternative? They may have refilmed it. Or, or was it 120 minutes? But it, I know, it, it I can't, like I that. can't remember. Yeah, it's one of the two. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, not much needs to be said about having, or, take, uh, help me, I'm in hell. We take a little break. Everybody gets to breathe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and then, but it then, goes, then it goes into happiness and slavery, yeah. which sometimes that song's almost too intense for me. It's a, it's a lot to handle. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It starts off with just screaming, the yeah. slave screams. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. It's, it's a great a song. song. And you know what? Sometimes when I listen, I think I've heard so many times where... By the time I'm paying attention to it, it sounds like a, actually the most danceable song on the album, like the most like synthy danceable song. Especially then, the chorus, yeah. And then when yeah, and like with, when the right hat, when the right right symbol comes in and stuff like that, but then then it, almost like a disco beat, but then mm-hmm. it backs up into nothing but gnarled. Well, yeah, it's got a good it's got a good beat, but it's just underneath so much a wall of just noise and distortion. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's a it's a really good song. I, like I think. It was always my least favorite song on the album until recently when I really listened to it and I was like, there's... There's a lot going on in that song. I mean, I think this whole EP is basically a whole uh, rough draft for what's coming next in the Downward Spiral. Him him just kind of experimenting and playing around with all these different soundscapes and all what he can do. I love the breakdown at the very end, though. In the video, if you watch the video, it's during the part where Bob Flanagan, who was a performance artist who had cystic cystic fibrosis and just fucking loved to torture himself. Um, He lived a long time for cystic fibrosis, by the way. That's like like a 30 to 40 year life expectancy. Really? Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, I mean, then he w- during that that segment where he's getting ground up into meat, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> That's a crazy. I forgot about that. All I remember is the dick torture. But you're right. The whole the, the he's sitting in this chair, this torture chair. Yeah. And at the end, it all closes in on him. And yeah. Just grinds him into. That's right. Meat. That's yeah, right. Insane. That's it's, exactly right. It's all a metaphor for the record industry, man. I know, because at the end of the video, <laughs> who walks in, who, who's who's next in line is, is Trent Reznor right. in his little suit, and he's ready to sit in the chair. But so, I mean, ha- happiness and slavery is, it, it is supposed to be a metaphor for the record industry, right? 
I would think. I would think that it has the most to do with the sure. whole his whole relationship with TVT. Yeah. 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 I mean, all things considered, this is my least favorite um, song on the album, but it's still a strong Oh, that's no, a great song. song. Yeah. Do they play that song live? They do. They do. Woodstock 94, this is the <clears throat> one Nine Inch Nails song that's on that album. Uh, yeah. That live album. Is there a live version of this song? Yeah. <laughs> I know that we're going to talk a little bit about Woodstock 94 in our next episode yeah. about the Downward Spiral, but... I remember watching David Letterman a lot, and he just was infatuated with with Nine Inch Nails, and I think it was because of this performance of them doing that, Happiness and Slavery. My uh, the the MTV footage of Woodstock '94 was a huge reason I got into them. Also, it was the yeah. same year, yeah. And it's not on the album. They only play Happiness and Slavery on the album, yeah. But like their version of like down in it and like the pretty hate machine songs that yeah. just sounded huge and loud and right. just insane. Like that all came from that performance. Yeah. Is it, is it performance. don't open your eyes. You won't like what you see. The devils of truth deal. The steal, souls, steal the souls, steal the free. souls yeah. or yeah. deal the souls of the free. Or yeah. Steal. One of the two. Either way, it's a good lyric. Yeah. 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 It's great. Cause yeah. how much better these lyrics are. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. when Stephen and I were sophomores in high school, we shared a class that did this uh, segment called musical intros. <laughs> Steven took this every advantage that he could to play any song that he just really loved, and it was great. So he did this one one I, morning. I did? You did. I forgot about you this. You did. So what was required was that we had to print out lyrics to the song. I did put Happiness and Slavery? You did Happiness and Slavery, and you did uh, an Iron Maiden song. You yeah, did, that's um, yeah, you didn't do the trooper. You did "Hallowed Be Thy Name." "Hallowed Be Thy Name." Yeah, I don't remember doing "Happiness and Slavery." You at did all. "Happiness and Slavery," and you I, sure you didn't do it? I positive <laughs> I didn't do it. I did. Uh, gave up in one of my uh, psychology classes in high school, and I brought like a TV in how, and I showed the video. How Mark and I were never like classified as at risk to hurt ourselves. <laughs> I mean, me. by, mind you, this <laughs> you is... You probably were classified. You just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is during 99-ish area, yeah. era, so Columbine, like yeah, Columbine know, happened. And so, <laughs> yeah, people were probably like... We gotta keep those kids on our radar. Oh man, I don't remember doing the happiness and slavery. You did happiness and slavery, and uh, our teacher at the time, which was <laughs> Mr. Davidson, took it in stride. He was like, "All right, yep, <laughs> kids will be kids. They're expanding their minds. That's fine." I was a big fan of the Doobie Brothers. Critical thinking. So yeah, I always, whenever I associate happiness and slavery, I do remember the musical intro in our oh, history class. Right. But this is a great song. I mean, I, I do think that in in, in all things considered about what is on this rec this little EP, I would say this is gonna be the uh it's not the low point, but I definitely it's not it's my It's not favorite even the low track. point. It's just the one I might skip the most just because I'm like I'm too exhausted for this right. Right. I mean it's a lot to take. It's a, it's an onslaught. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a really noisy dance like angriest dance song ever. Right. Yeah. But it goes right into one of the best night nail songs. Oh, so yes. And this <clears throat> is one of my in my pantheon of, of my favorite nine inch nails. Same songs. here. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's it's up. There. It might be in the top ten. It's uh, I love you. Yeah. <clears throat> it's in my top song. five. It's in my wow. top five. Yeah. When I think of nine inch nails, I think gave up. <clears throat> so good. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the beginning. It is such. A and again, again, song. back to the the metal thing. It opens up with like some double kick drums. It does. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It does. It yeah. just they really get going. And then you get that that creepy. <laughs> 
Yeah. It has a really simple like build up intro. How many remixes of Gave Up or Unfixed? I think like two. three. Two, two or two of everything except for Last Opinion and Coming Out of Hell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah. No, no I actually. Yeah. Really you know what really actually made me? Uh, I actually do prefer because the video version of Gave Up with Marilyn Manson, Richard Patrick. And Chris Verena doing live drums, I feel is better than so, the studio yeah. version. Well, you, guys, you know I'm yeah. a live version guy. Um, I know, right? Because you're on volume 32 of Dick's Picks Grateful Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that joke's gonna be in every episode. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That one has the last frame. Uh, <laughs> you know, one Grateful Dead song, and that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, it's the first of a mini nickel reference on the show. Oh, um, man. Yeah, but that's a good... Game Up's a great song. It works because it's extremely pissed off and extremely, like, when you're a teenager, you're like, oh, man, this is me. Yeah. And then when you get older, you're like, yeah, fuck, I had a long day at work. I just want to go home. Yeah. It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, sounds, it just sounds awesome. I mean, uh, even when they do this one live, it uh, it always just resonates with me. It doesn't get stale. It doesn't get old. Um, Is it covered in hope and song. Vaseline? Yeah. So can't, still, yeah. Can't still cannot fix, fix this broken machine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it yeah. thematically just ties everything in the album together. It's a great close. And, and, and it's a great give close. Give it to me, I'll throw it away line, which they encycle uh, yeah. at... The whole, the, the whole part insanity. of the chorus of the smashed up insanity, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. So good. Uh, this video from the broken video was the climax of the kidnapping story where yep. the, he pulls the kid away from the TV, cuts his limbs off, sonorizes them. It's a kid. A, I mean, when you say teenager, teenager. It's a teenager. It's not he like was a, 18 years old, right? Who knows? I mean, Hopefully. like, when I've read about this yeah, broken I'm sure, video. I'm sure the actor was. He's supposed to be a teenager. Uh, cuts <clears> his limbs off, sonorizes with the flamethrower, fucks the holes. It's what? A, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, bad. It's, yeah, rips yeah. his dick off and fucks the whole. Yeah, it's, have you actually seen it, dude? I'm telling you, I bought this when I was at 14. It, yeah. it fucked me up. It fucked me up. I'll never forget it. Yeah, it's. Well, it's, I prefer it's, the other version. I haven't even yeah. seen this one. <laughs> so I mean, the reason and then obviously Trent shows up as the cop and like finds the body parts in the freezer. Is he wearing a fake mustache, by the way? I think uh, he is. He might be. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he wears yeah. a suit in one video. He wears the yeah. cop outfit in another yeah. video. Yeah. Who directed this video? Do you remember? I don't know. Do you? I do. It was Peter Christofferson. I think uh, he might have been a member of Coil. Yeah, he's okay. the main Coil yeah. guy. And he also directed the video for March of the Pigs. Okay. It's the Coil guy who did all the remixes on Fixed. Yes. And uh, so, Danny Hyde. You're thinking of Danny Hyde, maybe. The Coil did do um, Fixed remixes. So, yeah. I mean, the reason, that obviously, that they didn't officially release Broken is because it, I, I think that it was just... It would overshadow... The entire yeah, uh, the EP, the, the right? Music. Because yeah, I mean, they would always constantly be having to answer for the reason why they even created this video to begin with. Yeah, I don't know why either. But <laughs> I mean, got nothing to do with the songs. <laughs> so when I was doing a little bit of research earlier on this, um, so he gave the uh, a copy of Broken to a lot of his uh, his inner circle, his friends, yeah. and apparently the one that has been widely bootlegged because apparently. He did something on the VHS copy that he was passing around that he could see whose version that he gave ah. to. And apparently the version that's widely spread was originating from Gibby Haynes from Butthole Surfers. That makes sense. So yeah. I think that's really, really funny. 
But in it's probably out of respect. He's probably this is crazy shit, man. I gotta make. Have you seen this? Yeah. Um, so unofficially, you can find this on a lot of torrent sites like the Pirate Bay. Um, apparently, because we need to get them clicks. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like I think it was originated and sourced originally by Trent Reznor because I think in uh, 2006 um, he put out a broken to well, not officially, but. Apparently, someone under the anonymous user called Seed O apparently put out Broken 2.0, which was almost DVD quality ah. of this. And so people are thinking, well, the only reason that they could have mastered this was from the, uh, the original master tapes. Sure. So. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting project. I mean, it doesn't offend me. It fucked me up as a kid. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I it's, mean, it's, it's uh, even though knowing it doesn't thing, need to be found on shelves. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Knowing, knowing, and it does overshadow the songs. Honestly, it does. It's got nothing to do with the songs, and and right. Uh, right. The, the album's not about a serial killer. It's yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's about, about his frustration. It's about being trapped. Yeah. Yeah. And in in anyways, so it gave up's a great closer. Yeah. For the proper album. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a driving song. Like it's a. If you're in your car, you want to just put the pedal to the metal and get going. When that song blasts into overdrive, I love that song. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. So then we're on to either to the secret tracks or the mini disc. Right. And those are two two songs. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, Physical. Let's the, Get Physical uh, by uh, Adam Ant. Adam Ant. It's Adam not Let's Ants. Get Physical. It's, it's physical, physical Your So. Your So. Parentheses. Parenthetical. Is I th- John. That's yeah. right. Yeah, my bad. This song is <laughs> by far the most poppiest that you'll find yeah. on this particular collection of songs. I'm not crazy. It's a, it's a great cover. It's a good. It's, it's a, good a good song cover. For a strip joint. Have you either one of you ever heard uh, the original version? Yeah. I've never heard yeah. it. I've Adam I, Adam, I just Adam never and looked the Ant is never as it never sounds as good as I wanted the sound. Adam and the Ant. Adam and the Ants. Yeah. The Ants band. I thought it was Adam Ant. It is Adam Ant. It, but his band was the ants. So Adam was, and the ants. Yeah. Adam Ant and the ants. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> right. this guy's tiring. Yeah. He's exhausting. Uh, no, you know there was a. I it's can't never as good as I want it to be, but he's an interesting character. I like. I always like that Grant Morrison took him to his first Comic Con as his guest. Like he's just a weird guy dressed like a pirate that's saying like pretty pop songs. Anyways, he's got some good songs, but it's not. It's not well, his best song was that one hit. Good wonderful. Wonderful. Goody two shoes, goody goody two shoes. No, the one, the wonderful. wonderful one. That was during the VH1 years. Yeah, yeah. I miss yeah. you. Yeah, I, remember I do. Goody two shoes yeah. is great. Goody two shoes is not good. <laughs> Jesus that's Christ, the, that's the young, one, that's the young ones side of you talking. Is Heather like Adam Ant? Uh, same with me. Just kind of like it won't, won't turn it off. Okay. It's, yeah, it's it's a mildly yeah. interesting character. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, physical is a good song. I mean, it mean, starts out with that uh, Steve eat your heart out because he's obviously you know shitting on Stephen Gottlieb from TVT. You, you hear him say it right at the beginning. Oh, he does. He does. Oh, yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. Um, like, Steve was like, I was talking to me. I mean, it's a, it's a good song. It's kind of like in the vein of Get Down, Make Love. Yeah. Um, it's uh, a fantastic. Though. It's, it's got it's more. It's got cover, more going yeah. on than Get Down, Make Love. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's guitar, a singing song. And it's that guitar riff is sexy. Yeah, and then the part where he starts screaming, and the guitar is like, oh off. yeah, yeah, I know exactly which part. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's a dog bark somewhere in the song. I remember that bit of trivia. That yeah. part I was just talking about. That's Mark, right. Yeah, Mace. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the part yeah. I was just talking about. You're gonna have to do your studio work. Yeah, to put it up. Yeah, yeah. He said he says something like, 
I want your something, baby. Mm-hmm. I want it right in your ear or something yeah, like that. I don't yeah, know what he's, that's not yeah, what he's saying. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's a it's a it's a good it's a solid cover. I, I I when I first heard it, I was like, "Fuck, this doesn't even sound like Nine Inch Nails." But I mean, it does. But I just wouldn't expect them to cover a song like that because I heard this cover before I heard. Uh, I had Broken before I had the Sin single, which had the cover of Get Down, Make Love. Well, yeah, this song's all, it's, it's, it's just a little, it's like a half a step slower. Right. It's a little sexier. Sure. It's, uh, you know, it is talking about making love. Right. It's probably the most romantic song at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an odd choice to put on an album full of just angst, it's, it's right. right? Sex with a person, not the devil. Well, I think, I think these, last, <laughs> these last two tracks are almost like palate cleansers. Yeah. Like, holy hell, I've just been beaten in the face for the last 30 minutes. But, I mean, how uh, it, how it starts out physical, just like, just, you know, it it, it does, it's it, it fits it's musically, almost like but it these doesn't two fit tracks lyrically. These are still, they're dirty, they have very, mo- they have abrasive moments. Yeah. But they're kind of like, if you were a deep sea diver and you're trying to come to air... Yeah. And you gotta stop for a minute and like right. let the air get to the right pressure sure. and then keep going up. They right. kinda slowly take you right. down or up right. or away. Yeah. Yeah. So Which the next gets us to suck. You're right. Which is a I yeah, the original version of the song is a pig face song, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. The original version, it's sung in a lot more monotone, it's almost spoken <clears throat> word, and it has a whole bunch of like Oh, I disagree. He sings it with as much power as he sings mm. his version but the thing is is it starts out it's only vocals and drums and the second verse they bring in bass and like one guitar chord and then like this tape sound it's very stripped down but i, I actually prefer the pig face version wow i i, I yeah i, I mean really i've heard like it. it i mean it sounds really like it's just drums and vocals Until that's the one in verse, permanent record. and then bass and guitar come in and it's very but like, it's not as slappy as no, the one that's, that's not on this at all. one yeah so this is an argument that heather and i have i prefer this is the kind of arguments the andersons have yeah i, I prefer um, a literal did argument. you have to sleep on the couch after this argument <laughs> i sleep i have to sleep on the couch she punched nice. him in the eye <laughs> uh i I prefer this. She doesn't prefer the Nightingale's version. She prefers the live Welcome to Mexico Asshole version by Pigface, which is the musically the Nightingale's version, but Oversings. That's a pretty good. And it's I really, get down with that. And it's actually really good. I mean, Oversings. I've never heard it for one, but I am not surprised, surprised for two. Yeah. You know, what's funny about that is that my favorite version of Smothered Hope by Skinny Puppy is the ministry cover yes. with Ogre singing on. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Was that on uh, In Case You Didn't Feel Like Showing Up? No, it's from that tour, but it's on a box set. Yeah, nah. so much incestuous uh, weird stuff, stuff, I fucking love it. It's just oh yeah, all so those yeah. guys, they were all in the Once, I mean, all yeah. those guys, when they get together, it's it's yeah. a lot of fun. But I do um, love the Nine Tales version of Suck. I love it. They're yeah. all great. They're all great. I just, there's something cool about that pig face version and, and, and stripped down and but the Nine Inch Nails one, it's got, that's when they, they invented the slap bass part to that song. Right, and, like, right. and I learned that, you know, when I went to my bass lessons, he took yeah. You know what's I funny? Mean, that song is all is it, as I As I think about it, though, I'm like, yeah, these are kind of supposed to take you out of the album and get you, like, yeah. chill you out. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Sup really kicks you in the teeth about midway through when he does the how does it feel part. Yeah. Really, yeah. Just, and they will play that one live yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, it's, yeah. I've seen it a few times. The, um, that guitar riff. It kind of comes out of nowhere, 
and they just, how does it yeah. feel? The one problem it's I do wonderful. have with that song is uh, how it ends. I mean, it, it just, Trent just yelling suck. Right. Just like, all right. <laughs> Doesn't really do anything there's for some, me. There's some nasty, dirty vocals that, that I kind of like, like the jizz the skin right off your back. It's so gross. I yeah. never realized he said that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, I jizz the skin right off your back. I, Jesus never, Christ! It's disgusting. Uh, it's kind of cool. That seems <laughs> like a gross. Marilyn Manson yeah, type yeah. lyric. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Or I'm Jesus Christ on ecstasy. That's like the same Jesus verse, Christ so. on ecstasy. Yeah. 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 Same verse. Yeah. 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 Well. Uh, all in all, though, Broken is a masterpiece. So I think it's it's I, a fantastic. I, as doing movie. doing Secret the songs and everything, it's perfect in my opinion. doing the homework for this album. I probably listened to it like twenty times, no problem, in the last yeah. two yeah. weeks or so. Yeah. yeah, I never will skip a song if it comes on shuffle. Like yeah. I said, Happiness and Slavery. Sometimes I'm like I'm not in the mood, but it's, yeah, it's a great album. That's the only one that I will be like, eh, not right now. But it's not a bad song. No, it's, it's just, not. It's, it's just really mood, not. It's just mood dependent. I forgot to mention. I meant to mention this when we were talking about Wish. Um, there is a there is a cover of Wish by the Dillinger Escape Plan. Oh, oh, it's actually shit. pretty good, which I sure. think is really good. So yeah, sure. I mean, there's, there's that. Miss Machine. Machine was like a Nine Inch Nails almost. Omar. Oh yeah, no, actually, like the Dillinger album. Escape Plan, like yeah. Yeah. they they quickly became a band that weren't afraid to wear their other influences on their arms, yeah. especially and, with like I could see the Nine Inch Nails influence. I could see the Faith No More influence, yeah. especially yeah. with like Mike Patton yeah. after he was yeah. the singer. They, they after that EP, yeah, they Ooh. definitely had a lot of skittering industrial stuff. And their yeah, their cover of Wish, I uh, I I, got you I say you should cool. seek it out. On that same, I think they did a cover of Angel by Massive Attack, yeah, and they also did one uh, Justin Timberlake, yeah, uh, something about loving you. Of course, God they did that Come to Daddy. Of course, that's yeah. That was on the yeah, and that was. I was a big fan of that band. band. Yeah. I, one of the bands that decided, you know what, let's hang it up before we implode, which I appreciate when bands do that. Yeah. Was Bill Sharon never in Nine Nails? He was one of the Dillinger Escape Plan drummers. You know, I maybe. Like so. I feel like I he did that. stuff with like Marilyn a Manson. Tour, yeah, but, but a lot I don't of those guys that he actually did. Yeah, he may have like done a couple shows with them, but I don't think that he was ever like. In the studio or anything. Okay, so let's take a break before, take a break before, before we get into the highlight of tonight. Uh, yes. We'll be right back with more unfixed. These albums would be accompanied by remix albums, which would get their own Halo. So this would be Halo 6. Yep. Fixed. That's right. Which I got before Broken. And before I give my opinion, let's let Eric... Eric's the super fan here. <laughs> Eric, so why, he, why would anyone listening to this put Fixed on? Okay. Yeah, what, what, it would be, what would be the attraction for a remixed album? Or EP, whatever well, well, you here, want to here, here, I understand the point of a good remix. <laughs> A different mix of a song that's still a song sounds great to me. Yeah. And I'm also a guy that likes Kid 606 and bullshit like that who loves noise. But taking something that's a good song and then just making it noise makes no sense to me. Uh-huh. You're saying that's the entire album? The majority things? of it. Uh, okay. So let me just... Let me just... I guess I need to... 
I'll only do the spiel once, okay. and I will never do it again. So, okay. you know, long-time listeners will, well, this is it. This is the, this is the money shot. We're going to come it. back to this. Yeah. We're going to have a spiral. Because I'm going to be waving, I'm and then be waving the, remix albums and instrumental Year albums. Zero remix. Yeah. Oh, then just yeah. the era well, of remixes. I've never on listened me. to that. That'll I mean, be, actually, that'll be a new one for me. You've we're never gonna, listened never to your... Listen, I have it, and I've never listened to it. Wow. So well, then, then we're going to get, later in life, there's just where remixes are on the internet everywhere. Yeah. Yes. First of all, there is a genre of music that I actually really like, and it's just electronic, noisy, repetitive music. I like kind of in the vein of Aphex Twin, or sure, or even instrumental hip hop. Like I actually prefer to read to this kind of like like no vocals, not terribly engaging. Like repetitive but noisy. Like I don't like house music or anything like that. I don't like sure. clean up techno. Like I right. prefer to have a little bit of layers and stuff. And I feel like Nine Inch Nails is like even their most boring remixes hit the sweet spot of not being terribly engaging, but also a melody that gets stuck in your head and repeats. And it's got layers to it, and it's not super boring. Um, so there's there's that's just that's just a genre of music I like. So that that's part of it. So second of all. During my middle school years, after I got their albums and stuff like that, so I, I bring up this guy Greg Walgast a lot. He's a friend of the show. He listens. Friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, we'll have he, to get him on yeah. Skype or something. Yeah. So he showed me Broken, and then him and I both at the same time just kind of bought up everything else as it came out. So on our own, like I go home from school, and I would we would make our own Nine Inch Nails remix albums, mm-hmm. where we just like play the original version in, in like what our tape players and like cut in fixed versions and like cut in pretty hate machine versions and like make these big nasty like mega mixes sure um uh, and i had this cool thing i had a i had a karaoke player that if you hit the karaoke button it would take out the vocal mix so i would be able to actually get this really weird mixes of nine inch nails songs and instruments you've never heard before or whatever anyways i'm I, you're digressing but sure digressing. go um, ahead yeah so fix was the first one Nine Tales has always kind of been about the tech. Like, if you read interviews yeah. with Trent Reznor all the way back, he's yes. talking about the tech. Yes. Which is boring. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to his remix albums, you kind of can appreciate, like, oh, shit, these melodies were always happening in the background of Gave Up. These, these melodies were always happening in, in, in uh, Happiness and Slavery. It's just buried under the mix, which is why I like them. It's, it's layered music. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of fun to hear a remix. I'm not saying it's as good as the original. I can maybe count on one hand the remix, Nine Inch Nails remixes that are better than the original, and yes, there are five. There are a few. <laughs> There's a version of Closer I really enjoy. There's a, There's a uh, version of March of the Pigs the Rick I really Ruben, enjoy. Uh, Piggy remix is better than the original. That's right. They'll even do the remix version of yeah. March of the Pigs yeah. live. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. So there are I mean, it's more of just the same song with a great addendum. All the Pigs no, actually, lined up. Actually, that's yeah. not true. All the Pigs All Lined Up is in 4-4 four, four time, and the original version is 3-4 time. Oh. So anyway... anyway, anyway well, to your point, um, <laughs> so I do agree that instrumental music and instrumental noise music is great for reading. Yeah, uh, music with words isn't as pleasurable to read. I can do it, but I prefer not to. Um, I don't think that remixes need to be better than the original song. That's silly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And but I never the, think the I remixes on this album, I mean, you're sitting through 15 minutes. Right, like it's like the record needle skipping. Yes, fifteen minutes, 
And then it gets to the next point of the song, and okay. it goes dun 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 for fifteen more minutes. I'm just like, all right. In my opinion, the first two songs. Granted, you are like kind of extending the time. It feels like fifteen minutes. It feels like fifteen minutes. Force three songs. I feel are fully realized remixes, even though half of Wish I take out when they do like they do the just regular Wish just with a filter over it. That's just stupid. Yeah. But. um the first three ones are actually realized remixes. Yet still preferable to a dove remix. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, all <laughs> but, in all, yeah. But yeah. the last three are... There's no reggae tinge to any of these. Are we going to do the Rockabye Nine Inch Nails album? I uh, haven't. <laughs> Depending on so. if we're really scraping for original <laughs> material. I don't think so. But the first three, I do feel like, are songs that make sense. Like, they're, they're remixes that make sense, except for yeah. this middle section of Wish, which I don't understand. But the rest makes sense. The last three are these kind of squeezed in, like fucking cold cut, yeah, choppy. Do you want to say who who uh, and screwed? Who collaborated? Yeah, Chopped and screwed. <laughs> uh, who was the guy that did ch- Mike Jones? But anyways, yeah. Yeah. Um, so who gave were the up. the collaborators? There's a coil remix of Gave Up, which starts, and I I actually like that remix fine from start to finish. I'm fine with that Gave Up remix. Yeah, it's fine. It's. <laughs> That's what you came here, guys. That's why we're here. I just told you I like (laughs) non-engaging instrumental music. (laughs) Uh, um, The Wish version is also by Coil's JG Thurwell, right? He's he's from Coil or no? No, no, no. he's from Throbbing Gristle. Oh, that's right. That's right. A similar band, and I actually recently got into both of them. Correct? Am I wrong? I think you're right. No, isn't JG Thurwell Fotis? It's fetus. He is exactly right. Oh, yeah. I stand oh, there corrected. Go. There you go. There there's, you a, there's a guy you can do a whole episode on. He has a billion albums. He did a record on Ipecac that was actually yeah. pretty like He's, jazzy. There's, there's fetus. Pretty good. There's uh, fetus, fetus Maximus. Fetus or something Maximus. Like yeah. There's a couple other things. Actually, his stuff is surprisingly a lot of it's pretty listenable. Right. I actually like the remix of Wish until that middle section where he just plays Wish. With like this distortion filter over it, and it's kind of point, like I actually preferred the more weird, isolated tracks that happened before and after that. For sure. And then, and then there's a trend, happiness and slavery, where you hear uh, uh, Bob Flanagan screaming. That's right, <laughs> and it's. It, um, I mean, it, it sounds like it's like it should be in a, like a Mortal Kombat game. Yeah, right, I think that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Or. Uh, yeah. In that scene in Bad Boys, yeah. when it's, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's during the part where Juke Joint Jezebel. Is okay, playing. I was yeah. gonna say that's came at the end. Yeah, I do remember them showing up in Bad Boys. Um, anyways, yeah, it's it's my least favorite. Well, are we considering? Are we counting the head like a whole single, which is longer? That's true. Than fixed, but that's that's yeah. I mean, honestly, I just yeah. Fixed is better than that, but it's it's not the best of the remix albums. Yeah. Um, that's that that's reserved for further down the spiral, which I which I love, um, and we'll talk about it ad nauseum again. Sure. Like I've done this one. Yeah. If I can, uh, so yeah, fixed is just really hard to get through, and I think I've listened to it all the way through five times, mm-hmm. and I'm thirty six years old. Yeah. Um, in the most recent time, I couldn't. Uh, it was just I, I really I, I was on I was actually I think I was in the like minute twelve of track five. Which is pretty much close to the end. That's like I can't do this anymore. It's the last half that sucks. The last half is all for the record. Track tracks. five is only seven minutes and twenty one seconds. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. Time yeah. has no place. exaggeration. Yeah. But if I if I may uh, give our listeners anything good out of this discussion on fixed, which 
I'm not saying listen to it. Uh, JG Thrillwell, who did do one of the remixes. He did two of them. He did Wish, he did and a then great, he did Fistfuck. He did a great song with the Melvins called Mine Is No Disgrace in the Crybaby album. Oh, yeah. And, the then, whole, to, yeah. and then to tie things back here a little bit neater, on uh, the Melvins' Everybody Loves Sausage cover album, Melvins and JG Thrillwell do a version of David Bowie's Station to Station. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, great. I'm sure it's fantastic. Pretty, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Pretty yeah. great. And I like... Wait, on Everybody Loves Sausage, I think that's Melvin's Light? Am I yeah, correct on that? Yeah, it's the so Melvin's it's... with the, like, the brush drums and the stand-up bass. Right, right. Exactly. Um, boy, that would be an exhausting podcast, but I would do it. Um, <laughs> oh, going through the Melvin's? Yeah, that would be exhausting. It's like, by the time you're you done with... Ten you start an episode, and then by the time you're done, you're like, they just released two more albums. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um... <laughs> Now, Fixed is not my cup of tea. I like it. Buzz is like, I gotta pay rent. <laughs> I know, seriously. Have you guys watched that documentary? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have, have not. Have you watched? I'll I send you a link. Oh, Please so do. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing because the Melvins, we, we all know how great they are and the apparatus that they are. But yeah. also, they Also out, toured with Nine Inch Nails. Yes. They've figured out a way to do merchandising that's not like the Kiss way, and I really respect it. Sure. Um, yeah. They do a few very high-priced album uh, items. But they say, like, if you're willing to buy this, we're putting... The, the, the quality is in that content for that weird vinyl figure you want. Sure. Anyhow, uh, to this album, it's just not my cup of tea. But I like the other remixed albums. Right. I, I don't like... Actually, I think they I get would better agree. as time goes on. It's the worst album. I mean, this, on this, each this, of those, I mean, like, that trend really stopped with Year Zero. With Year Zero remixed. Yeah. I mean, there was... Um, mm. With with the fragile, there was um, there was that fragile remix album that had the metals. God damn it! I song. know what was that called? Things falling apart. There yeah. you go. Things, Things falling, falling apart. apart. Oh man, I can't. I, I, I have that on vinyl. I don't even know how we're gonna cover all I the fragile. I have two copies of that vinyl. Not to get ahead of ourselves, apart, but I do. Yep. Yeah. The fragile uh, so, era. Uh, you've got further down the spiral. Things falling apart. Year zero remixed. Oh yeah, with the with teeth era, it was. Uh, I think it was just a signal a single for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Every day is exactly the yeah. same. Yeah, because there was no remix album. I don't yet. think there was a remix album yeah. for that. Now, was there... there only... Is that only... What about the, lo- the the Internet Only album? Um, the Slip? Is there a remix album nope. for that? Nope. 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 Yep, there's that's... Not, there's not for... I, I think it, it stops it. marks. Um, nope. There is the Fragile Art Alternate album, which I which we need to get. The right Deviations, yeah. We'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. The whole yeah. Fragile thing is going to take us a few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. gonna have a fragile. There's gonna be a yeah. left and a right. Episode. There's gonna be a left and right episode. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll discuss this off air. I have a better way to approach this. Okay. We're gonna leave some mystery for the listeners. Sure. Um, so fix isn't the best thing in the world, but what are you gonna do? I'm glad that Eric likes it. It's it's honestly like I actually did do my homework and listen to this. It's not as bad as I remembered. It's not as boring as I remembered. Um, there are elements where I'm like, nah, that's a pretty cool little beat that they stuck on, but the repetition that you yeah. indicated earlier, it's like, yeah. all right, guys, yeah. keep in mind, I find like, another sound. I don't even mind repetition, but whatever for whatever reason, the parts they decided to repeat, I just like stared at the speaker. Keep in mind, like, I, was a, done. I was a weird kid. I was spending my days after school slicing it up, putting like making my own remix, Nine Inch Nails remixes on these tapes, like, um, like. Like so, when I was listening to it, I was like, "Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was cool. That was a cool part." Like, right. I was a weird kid. Like, don't you know? You don't need to convince us of that. We understand. Uh, so <laughs> we're almost out of time. Yeah. Um, so one out of nine. Oh, what do you uh, rate? What do broken. you rank? Broken. Broken's nine out of nine. Nine out of nine. I'm gonna just give it an eight out of nine. I'm gonna give it an eight out of nine. There's myself. all. There's still room to improve. I think that uh, Eric is shaking his head. Disagree. 
Nope. Yeah. It is it is super close to a Eric flawless his head like he's collection in of songs. He should have a powder wig on. <laughs> but it's an EP. Um, I think that uh, there are elements that I mean, honestly, when I've got uh, my uh, my iPhone on shuffle and all of a sudden it lands on Pinion, I'm like, eh, I don't need to hear this right now. I mean, if you want to but listen, it's not. To, ma- I mean, it, it's I not. Mean, it's I'm, not. I'm considering it a complete piece. Yeah, you so can't. You can't right. that shows that's right. not meant to be a single. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. But I'm just saying, though, like. Sometimes when I want to get to the meat and potatoes, if I want to listen to it, I'm going to listen to Wish, Last, Gave Up. Hmm. Those are the three. Um, and then Great. I just move on with my day. Um, and so it's a strong 8.5 out of 9 if I'm going to give fractions, but it's not an album, it's an EP. I will give it the fact it has amazing cover art. Simple, elegant, memorable. Orange and blue are your options for broken and fixed. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, the lowercase n just looks great. And it's, yeah, it, yeah. it certainly... It branding, yeah. It was, right. it, it was when they started the branding, so, yeah. yeah. I think it's the most boring album cover that they've done. I mean, but it's well, simple. Well, they got the cool photography going, moving on from there, like with Downward Spiral and sure. Meditation Marks. And actually, I don't know, man. Some of the later album covers are just kind of like, huh? I don't even remember with teeth the whatever the album look, cover looked like for that. What was with? I remember Year Zero, has the, alien, Year Zero has the alien fingers on the yeah. Yeah. cell. That's a cool cover. But from the video game that never came out. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just basically just kind of. It, it kind of looks like uh, your iPhone default wallpaper. Okay. You know, okay. it's just sort of just there. Yeah. Can yeah. you remember any of these songs in any movies? Um, um, yeah. Um, Last is, is, oh yeah, I lost my shit. Last is the, the end credits of Cabin in the Woods, which I fucking love that movie. Uh, Cabin movie. in the Woods is a yeah, good movie, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. don't remember that. Yeah, last, like, like right, because, well, it's cool because it ends with these ancient gods taking over Earth. And then oh, it's it great. And it cuts to fucking last. And well, there we go. Then we, awesome. you know, that song's never been played live, but it was used very memorably, yeah. even though we don't remember it. And I also don't remember playing Gave Up for, or uh, Happiness and Slavery for a class, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> good for last. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure no. Wish was in something. And I'm thinking of it right now, but let that be the last word yeah. on this episode. Yeah. So tune in next time for when we uh, go through uh, Downward Spiral That's in right. its entirety. And yeah. Uh, yeah. thank you for listening. Again, if you want to uh, give us a review, please do. Yeah. If uh, you Pod want, like a hole. If you want to reach out to any one of us, my Twitter handle is at marked m a r c k e d. Uh, Stephen, where can they find you if you want to at, be found? At Stephen E Chambers, at S T E V E N E C H A M B E R S. Excellent. And how about you, Eric? Sure. Um, the uh, at uh, trouble. Uh, w Trivia at Twitter is the other podcast I do. Um, and then I think uh, my Twitter is at Eric Two Guns. I've had that for 20 years. <laughs> if you, yes, hey, yeah. I mean, on that note, if you'd like to email me at uh, manamatron at hotmail.com, go right ahead. <laughs> As it worked this week, and there was some guy that we're having trouble with from some bank. And I, I emailed him, and he kept emailing me back, and he writes like a person that's on acid. And I noticed he has a Hotmail account, and I was like, holy shit, this explains so much. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time for Episode 3, Downward Spiral. Thanks again. Goodbye. <laughs>